Hey, baddies. Welcome back to the Balanced Fatty Podcast. Today, it's going to be a different vibe, honestly. Today, we are really embracing the balance of life and embracing what it's like to be a balanced baddie. And it's Saturday. We're recording on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. So we were like, let's drink. <laughs> let's have some drinks and record this episode. And it's going to be like one of those like, drunk girl bathroom talks you know when you like meet a girl in the bathroom and you guys vibe and you connect and then next thing you know you're in the bathroom for like an hour and a half just talking about like life your childhood trauma like daddy issues you're just like talking about like everything today's gonna be one of those episodes we're just gonna like sit back relax and kind of just like vibe out and just talk to you guys about like our experiences because we feel like this is definitely a topic that a lot of you can relate to so why don't you guys like sit back relax go like grab a brewski go pour yourself a glass of wine or I've been loving the surf sides I'm obsessed with the surf sides I'm a fucking hoe for a surf side Kat <laughs> personally I, I don't Kat really like hate him I think we should cancel her please do not cancel me I promise guys I'm not a huge fan of the iced tea but I like the wine spritzers. Like, I love going to the liquor store and just, like, finding, like, a cool new <laughs> cocktail to try. Today like, we went to a liquor store and, like, literally, I think it was, like, Cat's Calling. No, cool, what is the name of it? Cool Cat. Enough about the alcohol talk. But we just, again, go grab a drink, sit back, relax, unless you're, like, on your hot girl. Honestly, fuck it. If you're on your hot girl walk, pour that fucking. Bring a glass of wine. No. I saw a reel on, on really? Instagram the other day and it was, like, she was talking to her husband and she was, like, Oh, I'm meeting up with my ladies for my wine girl walk. And, and <gasps> wine <they're> like, <laughs> girl walk? Shut up, really? Yeah. And, the, and he was like, what's a wine girl walk? And it's just basically when you, gla- you grab a glass of wine and walk the neighborhood with your neighborhood friends, which is basically just drinking in public. Can't you get but- arrested for that? don't do that That's don't the, do the pour it in your stanley the or comments something. were like this is why you put it in a reusable water bottle. okay thank you yes <laughs> i was gonna say you could literally get arrested for that don't do that i think that the whole point of this though is that this is about to get real deep and we're going to share parts of ourselves that we don't usually share but we feel like we should share because not we, we should we want to share not that we should that we want to and we know that it's for a cause because we know so many of you are going to be able to relate to this and move forward in a positive way after hearing that someone in a similar situation has gone through the same exact thing as you yeah exactly honestly your experience may be different than what my experience is or what sarah's experience is but that's why we each want to share our own experience because i think when you can kind of resonate with someone even in the smallest way like I know that your experience isn't the exact same as mine but either way we both are able to connect with each other and relate and Mm -hmm. give each other feedback that helps us move forward the feedback is like really important though we were just like talking about this there's a lot of things and feelings that I feel that I express to Kat I'm like I get so flustered because I'm like, I don't know the reason behind this. Like, I don't know how to connect this and the way that I I want to connect it. Sometimes I just like don't know how to express myself and what I'm feeling. And I'll kind of like tell Kat, like, this is like what I'm feeling. This is what I think is I'm feeling. And then she'll be able to kind of like decipher and like explain 
what I might be feeling or the reason why. And then I'm like, you literally just put all the pieces together. It makes so much sense. So I think that if, and I, I think that it also takes a lot of, self-discovery it takes a lot of time to work on yourself to really truly understand your emotions and also kind of pinpoint like where it's coming from so like if you're feeling like frustrated because you don't understand why you're feeling the way that you're feeling I want you to understand that it's not always going to be like that and we're hoping that today's episode will be able to help you kind of like pinpoint some connections right and connections are everything sometimes you are so absorbed in your story in your own personal life that it's hard to kind of like take yourself out of the situation and assess what's going on from objective point of view a lot of the times like we are so influenced by our conditioning or by our own personal beliefs that it's really really hard for us to look at things that we might be doing or might be experiencing that really isn't aligned with the person that we want to be it takes a lot for us to kind of see it from a logical or an outside perspective and then assess it create a solution and then move forward yeah it's kind of like the what we talked about before too like the subconscious it's like a lot of what you're feeling experiencing thinking right now has to do with your subconscious and a lot of the stuff that you've accumulated or just like went through throughout the years especially like your childhood years that like even when your like conscious mind is trying to work through like what you're feeling like it's like your shadow self kind of like forces you not to unravel all of what you are deep down feeling because it doesn't want you to change it doesn't want you to become a better version of yourself it it really wants you to kind of stay stuck where you are and stuck in the feelings that you're feeling and the experiences that you're feeling you're experiencing because it doesn't want you to grow and be better and forget about all of the stuff that you've built up like your subconscious creates these unhealthy and negative ways of thinking because it really is trying to protect you from whatever it is that you went through or whatever feeling or emotion that you're about to experience it's there to protect you quote-unquote protect you however it does it the only thing that I feel that it does is like affect you in the long term because it it stops you from living your happiest life and, and living in your most authentic self because you really just change and mold yourself to like be a certain way or act a certain way based off of like what you've experienced but anyways like this kind of like leads us into talking about sad girl summer that's like what our topic is gonna be about and like why we like why we like really started off this podcast with like such emotion (laughs) like it was so so dramatic and emotional but we're here for it the more that like we talked about it with each other and like other people too the more that we realized a lot of people were having a sad girl summer and I feel like I felt alone this entire summer for the most part besides like you because like you were the only person that I I spoke to about like my my feelings you and Ryan and like Ryan didn't have a sad girl summer (laughs) like fucking no he just like was here for it to like hear me through all my fucking shit that I was feeling we love Ryan for that yeah but like a lot of people were experiencing a sad girl summer and it's 
honestly crazy the amount of people that were but there's so many people there's a reason behind yeah. it but we want to kind of like share our experience this summer and what emotions we were feeling and what hardships we were going through <laughs> for me personally I kind of did the work to realize like or make the connection as to why I was having a sad girl summer but there's still some things that I don't fully have the answer to and that's still a, a like me going through my healing girl era and me still working on healing and it's okay if you don't have all the answers yet I think when I I get so upset that I don't have the answers I feel lost or discouraged yeah I think that's a common thing especially just with the way society is and the expectations that pretty much everybody has on them we're expected to have everything figured out mm-hmm. and analyze and just have all the answers. But when it comes to emotions, a lot of times it's really hard to like identify your emotions and know exactly where they're coming from. And I think the more that we try to get those answers and define everything, then we get stuck more in our mental rather than our emotional. But the important thing here is to fully let yourself be in that emotional state without so much of that like logical reasoning and assessment and trying to understand everything so why was this summer so sad for you sarah okay i'm going first (laughs) (laughs) okay so i i knew what i was feeling but i didn't have it really all written down i kind of just like expressed myself to ryan and also kat So I took time to really write down exactly what I was feeling and thinking. And, you know, this may not be 100% correct, but I just wrote from my heart and my soul and kind of like what came up. And that's kind of what you're supposed to do when you journal. You're not supposed to overthink it. You're supposed to just write immediately what comes to mind. I think that's important to add is that when you journal, it doesn't have to be perfect. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be correct, but just putting those feelings on paper and then being able to witness them and assess them and like kind of decide oh does that make sense or does it not make sense is so that is the work that moves you forward yeah sorry to interrupt no you're good like that's a really good point to add because i i feel the same exact way well first of all i kind of want to just explain or kind of just like let you guys know exactly what I was feeling. I was feeling lost, unsure, doubtful, scared, um, insecure, and also unworthy. I just, I felt like an overwhelming sense of those emotions. There was a lot of days where I'd wake up and I would have no drive, no motivation. It was like, something just like switched off inside of me like that drive that I had for so long just like turned off and like I had to like find it within me every single day to like get up out of bed and get motivated like the things that like I love doing and loved doing I don't even want to say loved as in past tense because I still do love this but like I was the one every single morning motivating Ryan to get out of bed to go to the gym and then it switched Ron was the one trying to motivate me to get up and go to the gym in the morning and like I I sometimes some days I just like couldn't find within me I just like felt like I lost that motivation and that drive and then like that kind of like 
had a domino effect into everything else that I was doing like that I loved like I just felt like I like lost all motivation for a lot of things and I just feel like this was like almost a sign from the universe telling me that I needed to slow down and take a deeper look inside and that I needed to address all of the emotions trauma and events that happened to me growing Mm -hmm. up because it was clearly hindering my growth and this was something that I never addressed and I never knew Um, I kind of just like always blamed it on something else or I tried to find other resolutions to what I was feeling because I didn't want to accept or address address what was suppressed inside of me for so long like I adapted really unhealthy habits and toxic thinking in replace of all the fucked up shit that happened to me growing up. I became a workaholic and I constantly like burnt myself out because I thought that that's what I needed to do in order to be financially stable. Money gave me anxiety and I was operating out of like a lack of abundance and fear. But of course, this was something that I never told myself like like as I'm saying this like this was something that I never recognized like I just continued going and never stopped to like assess and kind of like relate that back to like what I was feeling until now and that's kind of like what my sad girl summer led me to do but anyways like growing up um we definitely were poor and my mom made sure to like let us know that like she made sure to let me and my brother know I mean my sister's a lot younger than us so I don't really remember if like she kind of like laid that on her too but she definitely laid a lot on my sister too because like they were really close but she let us know every single time that she was stressed out that she that we might lose a house that we might be living on the streets that she might not be able to afford the mortgage um that we weren't like able to like afford certain things or she'd make me feel guilty for like asking for something i think that it's just important to acknowledge that as a child you should not be worrying about financial responsibility and paying the bills Mm -hmm. and whether or not you're going to be able to afford your mortgage next month so as a child taking on that stress and that responsibility that's a lot for a little girl yeah like even just like talking about this right now I know that this is still something that I need to work through because I can feel my like throat closing up I can just feel my chest getting heavy like I can just feel the amount of stress that I surprised for so many years especially like growing up too like I think that I try to like black black out that part of my life having emotions is a natural part of being a human being like Mm -hmm. our emotions resonate as physical senses inside of us so when you say like you have that tight throat or you have that heavy chest sadness anger shame even happiness they those are feelings that are connecting with like physical responses in our bodies so if you're upset or you're angry it's normal to feel like a tightness in your chest so it's important to recognize those physical sensations because they represent emotions inside of us and it's super easy for us to just suppress those physical sensations but then that's when it becomes an issue and then they start to resurface now like for example during our sad girl summer yeah like they like as she was saying like those physical feelings that you're feeling Mm -hmm. like they're you're not feeling like an actual emotion 
you're experiencing like a physical reaction like a tight throat or like a knot in your stomach like those are pent-up emotions inside of you or triggers say for example you're somebody who comes from a background where you aren't supposed to show your emotions or you're not supposed to show certain emotions because maybe exactly like for example with sarah like maybe showing sadness or anger probably wasn't accepted in your house so every time you felt like that tenseness inside of your body like a clenched jaw or tight fists but if you always suppress that feeling you're gonna suppress that feeling that physical sensation deeper and deeper within your body and that is suppressing your emotions and that suppression doesn't just disappear it stays within you that's crazy when you said that like something about like not being accepted in my household the first thing that I remember is me like kicking like laying down on my bed and like kicking the wall and like screaming and crying but like I think honestly when I showed emotion or like I was sad like I wouldn't get the attention that you wouldn't be ignored so nobody ever validated your emotions nobody ever came to comfort you so you probably learned at a young age that expressing your emotion oftentimes got you ignored or neglected but then I just feel like it kind of goes both ways because I think that sometimes I shut that comfort out I shut like the feeling of love out and attention out like for example like sometimes like I'll get into a mood where I don't want to be hugged and like like smothered with love and affection like and it has nothing to do with how much I love Ryan because I'm I'm speaking about Ryan (laughs) it has nothing to do with how much I love him but like and then like I question him like what is wrong with me like like I thought that I wanted that I thought that I wanted that much love and affection and like attention and then sometimes I'm just like I want to be left alone and then I, I think back I'm like well then that also ties back into my mom because like every single time that I wanted love and attention and affection from my mom she would shut me out she'd be like I'm busy I'm reading what do you want and if your body is so adaptive to those situations it's going to start to reject situations that aren't regular so like for example when Ryan goes to comfort you when you're upset like your natural response is like leave me alone because you're so used to dealing with emotions on your own and you're not maybe ready to show someone that vulnerable self because at times when you are vulnerable most of the time you're neglected so it's like a vicious cycle like you're used to being neglected when you're alone so you kind of put yourself in that alone situation because you feel like if you were going to show that person your true emotional self they're going to reject you and leave you. I feel like we're getting a little off topic, but it's okay. I don't want you guys to feel guilty for the toxic traits that you have. I think that I spent so much time. Can I even talk about this morning? We spent so much time feeling shame and guilt and just so embarrassed or upset about the way that we would react out of like when we're put in certain certain situations and we don't realize that the reason why we're acting that way has a lot to do with a lot of the emotions and feelings and experiences that we went through and again it's okay that we went through that but if we continue to just blame the way that we're reacting or like the way that we react to certain situations or things on because like that's just how we grew up how are we ever going to change you know you have to address the the problem find the deep-rooted cause as to why you're acting that way and work really fucking hard to overcome it 
one thing that was also said in therapy is you can't always control what happens in your life but you can however choose what you do with it how you react your attitude the meaning of it and what you do next that's 100 mm-hmm. percent true like there's a huge difference between controlling your emotions and controlling your reactions to your, your reactions to your emotions that's that's deep honestly super deep and we're gonna continue to get really deep <laughs> i want to like i i feel like we went off on a tangent like i how did we get here it's like you have a thought and you want to get that thought out before you lose it totally get it also like again drunk girl bathroom conversation sometimes that shit don't make sense sometimes you're bouncing back and forth but now we're back on track like tell me about your sad girl summer why was it so sad so i think that my entire life growing up was based on this idea that money isn't available to me and I need to work really fucking hard in order to get by. And it made me scared to end up in that same situation that I was in when I was growing up. And so, like, I buried myself in work. And I was just constantly living in this masculine energy where I was just go, go, go all the time. Work, work, work. I didn't make time for anything else that I needed or wanted. Like, my relationship even, like, was put on the back burner going out even I was like I can't do this I have to work I have to do x y and z like it I was just living in such a masculine energy for so long and the summer I feel like I slowed down a lot and I pulled back a lot and in some cases I definitely pulled back because it was my decision but in others it's because I was legit getting sick all the fucking time my body was just so run down and I feel like that was a sign from the universe like telling me I needed to slow down and work through all these unhealthy habits that I've adapted and that I've been living by. Also, since I've been living out of a place of lack for so long, for so many years, I was never proud of myself or grateful for everything that I did achieve and worked so hard for. Like, I feel like I'd be like, okay, amazing. You fucking did that, girl. Give myself a little pat on the back and then I'd be like, okay but you can do better you can do more and like I feel like I was never satisfied and then I was also talking to Kat about this too I I obviously got married this year and I feel like and obviously I own a home this was like my first full year in the home which I, I definitely went through like a lot since moving too but I feel like it wasn't until this summer that I actually faced what I was kind of going through but I was telling Kat earlier like I got married this year and obviously owning your home is 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 an amazing accomplishment and I'm not not happy and I'm not not proud of myself however I was just like still going through this weird 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 transition or just like this weird phase like I didn't I couldn't like you were quite supposed to feel happy but you weren't yeah like I couldn't quite exactly pinpoint what was going on or why I was feeling the way that I was feeling and I think the reason why I couldn't quite pinpoint it is because I wasn't ready to address it and Kat kind of just told me that it's probably because um I was faced with a lot of realities and I just like didn't want to address those realities like I wasn't ready to kind of understand that like yeah 
like I I feel this way because of my abandonment issues from growing up. I I felt this way because you know, I didn't see a happy family growing up and like while I like I wanted that and I always like was so jealous of all my friends that did have like a happy healthy home that they grew up in. I think over time I kind of just like normalized not having that so that like when I did have that I was kind of like what the fuck how did I end up here kind of thing and then I also felt like maybe like I wasn't worthy of it like or maybe I was just like afraid of it like I don't know exactly what I was feeling but then it was also because I deep down knew that my father isn't in my life anymore and I would have to be soon be faced with the hard decision of am I inviting him to the wedding who's going to walk me down the aisle who's going to do the first dance with me and feeling so much shame and guilt for not having like a father literally leaving behind your old self and becoming your new married self and then on top of that you were also forced with a lot of things that you probably haven't thought about in a while and then on top of that you have all these expectations from everybody who's involved so you're literally spreading yourself and giving yourself in 500 million different directions it makes sense that you feel so crazy and so emotional because it's a very emotional thing and I love that now you can look back on that and understand that maybe you needed to give yourself a little bit more space to feel those things and you may not have known that in the moment but your situation can help people moving forward yeah I think like the biggest thing that I'm 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 realizing as I like I went through my sacral summer obviously there was like a lot more that came up a lot more things that I, I I realized that I have to work through but I feel like this was one of the big things and one of the big things that was affecting me a lot because I I felt so guilty and like so confused as to like why I'm not feeling as motivated as I used to in terms of like going to the gym and also in terms of my business because it was it's my pride and joy it's my baby like it's definitely like changed my life in so many ways and it's definitely made me so happy and I I love being able to help other women change your life and it really does fire me up and fill my cup up and it's just like it makes me so happy especially just knowing that I I have that ability to do that but I think that because I I don't want to say I built my business off of like this fear but I I built my business with such an unhealthy work ethic it's taken three years basically since COVID which is like almost three years of me literally pushing balls to the wall working until like 1am just in no days off too like I literally would take no days off like I would be constantly answering messages working on guides like I really never took time off and it would always consume my mind because of that I it I just like I, I couldn't do it anymore like I hit that breaking point but anyways like the biggest thing is like I was just going through a transition I can no longer like operate the way that I I was operating in it I was operating the way that I was operating in because of a deeper underlying reason which I never knew and I suppressed for so long so this sad girl summer allowed me to allowed that to come to light and allowed me to question those things and work through those things along with like everything else that I was going through because I I really was going through a lot anyways I can go on and on and on about my sad girl summer and exactly what I was feeling but I feel like that's 
what I just explained is ex- a lot of what I was feeling just lost numb had no motivation or no like kind of like sight or direction of my career life in general and it just made me feel really scared and I just explained exactly why I think that I felt that way obviously there's a lot more that plays into that but if I were to talk about all that like I think that this episode would be 500 bazillion years long because I'm a bitch could fucking talk anyways it's Kat's turn I think that she has so much good insight so much good knowledge to share about her sad girl summer and I think that not that I think I know that she is someone that like made me really question my sad girl summer and really question where it's coming from so I know that her experience is going to be able to help you guys so much because it was able to help me so Kat thank you so much for that intro and I know being emotional being spiritual it is a phase by phase process I just want you guys to know that before my sad girl summer before like my spiritual awakening I was super anti-emotional I didn't feel stress I didn't feel anger I didn't feel sadness I didn't feel frustration I remember you told me that you have a hard time feeling emotion and that you have a hard time feeling happiness sadness whatever it is that you're going through like I remember you telling me that you had a hard time feeling those things but I think that since you finally took that step to see a therapist I think that it's helped you a lot because I've seen so much growth right I had a sad girl summer because I was forced to face parts of myself that I've been avoiding for my entire life my toxic trait is that I was completely ignoring my emotions altogether in 2020 I became super self-aware and I was more in tune with my emotions over the last few last couple years than I ever was before finally that shadow work paid off and all of those emotions that I have been ignoring for so many years were bubbling to the surface in May like just in the beginning of the summer 2000 2023 I experienced my first ever panic attack Mm -hmm. and mental breakdown and they were coming time after time after time and I'm like what is this how did that feel when you had those panic attacks it felt so overwhelming and it felt like I had no idea what was going on Mm -hmm. I would literally wake up every single day in a panic (laughs) but like what happened or like what did you feel in a state of panic because for me personally it feels like I can't breathe it feels like I need somebody to call 911 because I'm going to have a heart attack. I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like I need like ice rubbed up and down my neck, which by the way is really amazing. If you're somebody that deals with panic attacks, it's one thing that you can do. Number one, you want to focus on your breath. Like try to take deep breaths in through your nose and count to like seven seconds and then slowly breathe out like eight seconds and then also like open a window if you can try to breathe in fresh air Another thing that helps me is putting my hands underneath warm water. Sometimes I put it extra <laughs> hot and Ryan's like, what the fuck? I feel like the hot water kind of just like reminds me that I'm alive, I'm present, that I'm okay. And then another thing that really helps is rubbing ice up and down your neck. So if you're in a state of panic, those are some things that you can do to help you through that. Panic just kind of feels like your heart is racing, you can't control it. 
you just like lose control of your body. You might be trembling. Like it's a really scary feeling I've had to deal with myself. I know that other people might experience it differently, which is why I asked Kat, like how did you experience these panic attacks? Like what did you feel during those moments? Right. Thank you so much for sharing that and thank you for asking. There was this one time that I remember very spe- very specifically. I woke up like in the midst of a, pa- a complete full-on mental breakdown. I woke up and my heart was racing so fast and there was just this sense that every single thing in my entire life was going completely wrong. I ran into my bathroom and then all of a sudden I fell on the floor. Mm. I was literally bawling my eyes out, crying, like visually seeing these memories from my childhood that made me really sad. And then from one second being so sad about that childhood, all of a sudden I was in the mirror feeling angry about another memory from my childhood. It was like all of these feelings that I never allowed myself to feel ever were coming to the surface. It that's what it feels like. You just feel like you go from a your body is trembling. It's shaking. I call it an exorcism. I say that I'm going through an exorcism because it's like that's what your body is going through. You're releasing. You're going through all of these different stages. You're feeling all these different emotions that you've been suppressing for so long. Your body is finally going through it. So you're like you're having an exorcism where you're like releasing all those things and all those pent up emotions are coming to the surface and you're feeling all of them. And it's such an intense thing it's such such an intense situation but because i finally decided to become in tune with those emotions that i've been ignoring for so long this summer was a point where they all had to come to surface for me to feel them in order to move on so that's why you were having a sad girl summer because you felt like you were going through and feeling like a lot of the emotions that you suppressed or is there more exactly that morning when i had that panic attack was yet another eye opener for me and yet another transition into a new phase of my spiritual awakening it was the time to feel every emotion i had i had been suppressing deep within me for the last 20 or so years of my life basically my emotions and my doubts took over my whole entire life I was paralyzed. I was literally stuck in my head, just constantly wondering, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to give my life meaning? What is the right thing to do? So finally, I decided to take a step back from business. Fortunately, I was in a position where I could still focus on my business, but not be working eight hours a day. And I'm so blessed for that because I really just needed space to feel my feelings. I think that, like, I know that you said that you were avoiding, like, the parts of you and stuff like that. And it reminded me that, like, a good book that you guys can read is called No Bad Parts by Richard C. Schwartz. So that's one book that you guys can look up and read if you're feeling like you're struggling with parts of you or you're struggling with accepting parts of you or you may not even know there's parts of you that you need to accept and address and move on from because it kind of ties into like tying this up and finishing this up it kind of ties into the point of the fact that we both were having a sad girl summer because there's parts of us that we didn't accept there's parts of us that or that there's parts of us that we didn't address that we were suppressing for so long and 
It also ties into the fact about something a little bit more like spiritual as well that cat has a lot of information on too such as the Saturn return which is kind of like just shortening up it's kind of just like basically when Saturn returns to the same place when you were born Saturn's influence can really evoke feelings of fear insecurity and self-doubt and negative thoughts and beliefs may arise which creates a sense of limitation and constriction, kind of what we talked about earlier. And so it's important during this time to really recognize those feelings and work towards building self-confidence and self-empowerment. Man, like Saturn's energy thrives off of structure, it thrives off of order, and it really encourages us to establish routines and set goals and create a solid foundation in our life. And Saturn's lesson re- lessons remind us that organization and planning are essential for achieving our aspirations you have to ask yourself what is coming up and you have to be aware of those things and also have to be aware of what lessons are trying to be taught right now and then do the work to release all of those like unhealthy habits and unhealthy ways of thinking that is really hindering your growth like we just want you guys to feel understood but we also want to remind you that you really need to take time for yourself. Like yeah. you need to Check in with yourself. with your thoughts. Like Sarah and I were so, we're becoming so in tune mm-hmm. with who we are, and if we were not in that place, we wouldn't even know what steps to make yeah. moving forward. That's kind of why we want to really inspire you guys to just take a second and check in with yourself and recognize your triggers recognize what's coming up like if you're not feeling like yourself and you're just feeling so off kind of what we explained earlier where we just like weren't feeling like ourselves like we were just feeling so lost so unmotivated all summer long it's different if you're just feeling that way when you're supposed to get your period because your hormones are shifting your hormones are changing it's only natural for you just start feeling a little less like motivated but the fact that we were feeling this oh fuck all year round was a telltale sign that there was something deeper going on that we needed to figure out and when Kat brought it to my attention that like where I'm going through my Saturn return I'm like that fucking makes so much sense it really does make so much sense so I want you guys to understand that like if you're feeling the way that you're feeling or you felt the way that you felt this summer and like you didn't take the time to really ask yourself why you're feeling you're feeling the way that you're feeling take some time right now to ask yourself why are you feeling the way that you're feeling what emotions what feelings are coming up and what is stopping you from feeling the best that you can or living the best life that you can? Like, what is coming up for you right now that's hindering your growth? Right. And it might be so hard. It might be so hard to face that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, girl, you got it. You got and also girly. remember that your life is what you make it. If your yes. life is not what you want right now, just remember you have the power to make your life exactly what you want it to be. But maybe you need to do a little bit of mental health work 
before you have that capacity or that power to step into your fullest self. And this can be like your motivation and just your understanding that, girl, we're all in the same place. We all start we somewhere. Yup. Amen, girly. This too shall pass and you can get through anything that you are willing to get through and that you want to get right. through. Like that's a mindset you should have. You know what I mean? It's not going to be easy. But if you want something positive and you want something better and you want something different, come on, guys. You got to step out of your comfort zone. Like, that is literally the only way. But the whole point of this episode is to allow yourself to feel what you feel to the fullest extent. And then after you feel everything that you were supposed to feel, then you will step into that knowing of what you're able to do next. We hope that we shared enough. I, I feel like we've been talking since Nom. Like, we've been talking for quite some she bit. She said Nom. Nom. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope that, like, our stories can inspire. Resonate yeah, you. resonate with you, inspire you to take action and just start becoming more aware of what you're feeling and what you're going through so that you are able to work through everything that you're feeling because once as you said earlier once you become aware of everything that you're feeling you can then change your outcome you can then change your life and change everything that's going on around you and having like a good perspective of things and not having that victim mentality is everything that you need and everything that I wish that I knew sooner in life so that right. I didn't have that perspective. But anyways, to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Thank you for your time. And we hope that this was able to support you in any way. Yep. And if you feel like this has helped you, please leave a rating. Share it with a friend. If you yes. know somebody who is going through something emotionally and you don't know how to relate, simply sharing this link can literally change their whole lives. So please do so if you yeah. feel it. And just remember, we appreciate you so much. And if you have any questions, we are here for you. And we love you so much. We love you so, so much. We just want you to know that you are so fucking not alone. You don't have to deal with the feelings or thoughts that you're dealing with on your own. Like, that's what we thought for so long. That we were dealing with it on our own. But you're not. Like, you have us. We're here to support you. And... Yeah, we just hope that you benefited from our podcast. And if you did, like she said, rate our fucking podcast, you stupid ass hoes. Just <laughs> <laughs> I love bitch. you so much. We love you so much. Bye.